0: As many Chicago Bears fans may know, Luke Getze is coaching down in the senior bowl. And I have an interesting prospect I think the Bears should take a look at that's playing down there in that senior bowl. We're also going to talk about will Deron Payne even make free agency and allow the Bears a chance to sign him. And then lastly, we're going to talk about why the Chase Claypool deal still may pay in, pay off in the long run. We'll get into all that and more right after this.
1: You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number
0: one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, as most of you guys know, we are head and in deep into right now off-season uh, news topics everything we're looking at the draft we're looking at free agency and so in looking at the draft as i said on yesterday's episode we're going to start looking at some of the more out-of-the-box uh prospects now, uh, when maybe out of the box isn't the right phrase to look for that and today we're going to be talking about trey palmer somebody who is going to be playing down in the senior bowl. Now, this is a wide receiver from nebraska he's a junior hasn't really gotten to play a lot in his collegiate career his first season of playing uh heavy uh, being heavy part of the rotation. Was in the in the uh his his this up this most recent uh college football season, and the reason why I think the Bears should take a look at this guy is a couple of reasons. He offers a big play, big play potential that he definitely has. Uh, he last season he got 71 receptions for 1,043 yards and nine touchdowns, and this is a guy that the Bears could potentially get. In the lower rounds of the draft, we're talking about round three or round four. He has a vertical uh, skill set that can take the top off defenses. He has huge game-changing speed. He also can play on special teams, and has super upside as far as his development just because he hasn't played a lot in his collegiate career. As a matter of fact, in combined in his uh, freshman, sophomore, and junior seasons, he only had 22 total uh, reception. So again, this is something that you can look at. I'm sorry, he played in 22 total games. He had 40 total receptions, 41 total receptions, but he had 71 just as in his junior year. So this is a guy who still has yet to really scratch the surface, and the Bears could convince themselves that he has enough of an upside that you could bet on him. Now, again, a lot of the things that I said with his skill set kind of sounds like Velius Jones, right? But the difference is, is I I think this guy a he's younger. He comes in much younger than what uh, Valius Jones was, and he does offer, I think, a little bit even more upside than what Valius Jones did as well. Again, this is somebody who is going to be able to produce if you put him in the right situations. He can fit in almost any scheme as well. He's not a hugely physical player, and that's the biggest thing is how will he adjust to the physicalities of playing in the NFL. Uh, So that's the thing. He's not the best route runner either, but he does have that that take-the-top-off speed, and he's a vertical threat. And uh, again, with that, he plays and wins in the slot. So this is a guy who can come in, right, and play in the slot and immediately make an impact, I feel, on the NFL level. Now, he may not be able to get a chance in his rookie year, but again, this is a guy that I look at and I say that the Bears could absolutely draft in the later rounds. Right now, he's slated to go at over 100, right? He, I think he's slated to go about 150th in this draft in most mocks. So this is a guy that the Bears absolutely could take a, take a look at and it could pay off in the long run for the Chicago Bears. Now, again, that's not necessarily to say that he is going to to be able to hit that. He's going to be that for sure. But this is a guy that I look at and say the Bears could get in round three or round four if things do shake right. And if he's on the board in the fourth round, depending, again, most of this is dependent upon whatever the Chicago Bears do in free agency. If they go out, they shore up that slot position. If they do acquire a wide receiver in free agency via through trade or whatever else, they may not look to do a wide receiver in this draft, but if the Bears are still looking for a wide receiver to kind of shore up that core without get without drafting high into that draft, Trey Palmer is a is definitely a player that I would love the Bulls to take a look at. Played in the Big Ten. We know what he can do. Um, so I just, I really look at that. And I think that he has the upside that you want in one of those lower picks. He's really a, a high upside, kind of a low risk guy because at bare minimum, he does project to be a special teams player in the NFL. Now, again, like I said, some of that skill sets overlaps with, with Valius Jones. But again, I don't think Valius has shown anything that you surefire don't look to maybe upgrade from, him, especially if you're doing it lower in the draft. So, you know, it depends. It's going to be completely dependent upon what the bears do need when we get to that point in the draft and what they've done in free agency. But I do think that this is a guy that should be looked at. Um, Not many people have the speed, the combination of speed and size that he does have. Yes, he's only 6'1". He's not the super huge target, only 190 pounds. You do want to see him put on probably a little bit more weight and muscle just to deal with that physicality. But I look at him as a guy averaging 14.69 yards per reception. This is a guy I could definitely see our Chicago Bears drafting, and a guy that I see could maybe surprise and turn some heads if he's put in the proper situations and can grasp the offensive scheme, and game plan of the Chicago Bears. So again, just somebody I wanted to throw out there as we head towards the senior bowl, and we'll see what can do. Luke Getz is going to get to take a a close-up view of him and look at these prospects. So while everyone may not know Trey Palmer's name, don't be surprised if that name ends up getting called, and hopefully the Chicago Bears are the one that's calling it. Now, moving on to the next topic today, one of the biggest offseason targets for many, many Bears fans have kind of zeroed in on and hope that the Bears go after is DeRon Payne. And the biggest question here is if he is even going to hit the free agent market. Now, there is speculation that he can get about $20 million per year, um, maybe closer to $21, $22 million per year. And the biggest question is are the Washington uh, commanders going to be willing to pay that, considering Jonathan Allen is already getting $18 million per year? So could, looking at uh, DeRon Payne and Jared Allen getting paid. About $40 million combined, it's a big question on if they're going to do that and give him a long term extension. Now, the reason why I say that, even if they aren't going to give him an extension, that he may just not hit the free agent market, is that it is a possibility that they do franchise tag pain. Now, if that does happen, that's a one year deal. Um, we'll see what it what it does for him. Um, and that that gets to them to hold on to him while paying him a little bit less, at least for a season or more. So We'll see what happens with that, but I do want to talk about that prospect. I think a lot of Bears fans is kind of zeroed in on Payne, and I understand why. Bringing in a veteran to shore up that defensive line, uh, you know, and that also could free up what the Bears decide to do with this number one overall pick, um, and maybe not go after Jalen Carter. Things like that. There's a lot of lot of options on the board for the Chicago Bears, and as we did here yesterday, and I talked about that, that cap room is coming a little bit lower than what what we expected, but that's for every team, right? The Bears still are going to have the same amount of space between the other teams that they do will the bears be willing to give Payne that level of contract ryan poles at least in his first season was hesitant to attach long-term money but we all knew that was because that was to maintain and save the cap space for this upcoming season so if poles does look to make his move to uh, in this offseason That $20, $21 million for uh, Darren Payne could absolutely be what separates and makes the Washington Commanders just not be able to match that deal. But again, that's if he hits free agency, there is a possibility that he may not hit the free agent market, that the Commanders don't even allow that. And if they do, we may see the Bears pivot and maybe then focus on what they need to do in the draft with one of those projected to be generational talents on that defensive end. So just something that I wanted to talk about now to end this show, Mel Kuyper recently said that the bears trade for, for chase Claypool could very well still pay off. And I know that a lot of bears fans and as sports as you know, uh, sports commentators, things like this were almost forced in a way to make a decision on a deal right away. And I always thought that the Claypool deal to a degree, the story wasn't going to be told on it immediately in the season that we traded for him. That's why he has more years left on his deal. That's why the Bears get a a chance to look at him, integrate him into the offense fully over the course of the season. Claypool, we all know what Claypool can be, and at the bare minimum, he's a solid player, but when you look at really his ability and what he can do, nobody else on the Chicago Bears roster has that same skill set. That is why I like the idea of pairing him with Darnell Mooney. So, we know what, we, what we've seen from Chase Claypool, even dating back to college and what the potential of him is. And he's still young enough. He has the big body, big target. He, he He's going to be a weapon for Justin Fields. And I know a lot of Bears fans, you know, we, we write the story early. And that's not to an indictment on Bears fans. Every single sports fan base, every fan has done it or continues to do it. It's just is what it is. That's what we do as sports fans. We look at deals. We make our knee-jerk reactions, and we make the, the determination if we like the deal or not immediately. And with Chase Claypool, yes, we didn't get from him what we expected in getting from him when we initially traded for him. But in re- just in being realistic, and as we're talking about other wide receiver prospects and things like that, it was always going to be we weren't going to see the best version of Chase Claypool in this offense until this until next season. It was always going to be that case, no matter if uh, uh, Claypool did show some flashes in it after he got traded to the Bears or whatever else, we weren't going to see the final product of what it looks like pairing him with Justin Fields, Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet. We weren't we aren't going to be able to write that story until next season and really take a look at what that's going to look like for both sides. And so it's good to see that some people still understand the upside in Chase Claypool. I know a lot of Bears fans suck, especially that we gave up the pick that became the 32 overall pick, I think is what it is, which would have been a, a basically another first-round pick. So I understand it. I know why Bears fans are upset. I understand that. And some are just willing to say, hey, we shouldn't have made this deal. But let's take a step back and look and wait to reevaluate this, especially once we have an offensive line, hopefully in next season, that is doing a much better job at protecting our franchise quarterback in Justin Field. So let's hope. We'll see what happens with that at the end of the day. We got got a lot ahead of us when it comes to the Chicago Bears, and with them now having an estimated $98 million in cap space, yes, it's a little bit lower than what people expected, but at the end of the day, they still have almost $40 million more than the Atlanta Falcons, which is the number two uh, team as far as cap space. The Bears are going to have ample opportunity to drastically improve this team heading into next season, and it's time. We deserve that from the Chicago Bears. We deserve to have a team that goes out on the field and has a chance to win every single game. And hopefully next year, around this time, well, I don't know if we'll be talking about the Bears around this time. This is Super Bowl time. But hopefully we'll be talking about the Bears going into the postseason and then talking about how they can add to a team that just made the playoffs. And we can start making moves to solidify and hopefully go on a huge playoff push. And just start looking like the team that can possibly start to build that championship contender that we all want, need, and and hope to see um in, in, in this team going forward and around Justin Fields. That is it for today's daily episode of Chicago Bears Central. Like I said, if any major news drops, I drop a video. So even though this is it for the daily episode, doesn't mean this is the last time you're going to see me today. Make sure you're following the show at Shy bear Central, You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Bear at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and or a voicemail for our Friday mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. And also, go and check out Chicago Bear Central on Facebook. We do have a Facebook group just for Bears fans. If you guys want to go and support there as well. But like I liked in every episode on, Bear Down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all.